2: Oh, we're going?
3: Yeah, we go. we're going. We're live. We're live. Music's <laughs> on Music, I can't
2: hear it. No, but it is, trust me. Uh, but is it now the bit in the music where I talk? Yes, it is. Oh, right. Hello, Egg <laughs> Chasers. It's the Egg Chasers Rugby Podcast, the podcast about rugby that doesn't take itself or the game too seriously. And we're here after round four of the Heineken Champions Cup, another big European weekend. Loads of news, loads going on. And just because we are ten days away from Christmas, it doesn't mean it's the last one for us. For the year, which it will be for a lot of others. Yeah, it will be. We are there every single week for you, come what may, even when JB calls in when he's on his honeymoon. Yep. Even from a hospital bed after you got impaled Spinal on a tree. Surgery. Yeah. <laughs> <Did that one. laughs> I will
4: be doing some uh, next month remotely.
3: Oh yeah, you're um, disappearing off across the
4: world, are you not? I am uh, traveling around Southeast Asia for three weeks.
3: Oh, look, lovely. How the other half live?
4: <laughs> we're
2: at Rugby Podcast on Twitter. Uh, we're Facebook, Instagram, all the rest of it. We're streaming live currently as well from the beautiful um, antique armchairs of the Rugby Dungeon.
3: With uh, my nice new table runner. Thank, thanks to you, Tim. <laughs> Tim?
2: A sharks table runner looking very nice. Well, uh, listen, we've got lots to talk about, but I just want to say we are getting close to Christmas and there is one brilliant offer that you should take advantage of. Oh? The best razor that you can get, we would endorse cornerstone.co.uk forward slash egg chasers you can take advantage of a brilliant offer because we're mates with cornerstone they want to extend this offer to you where you can get a brand new razor uh, a brand new shaft engraved with your initials weighty metal aluminium precision engineered and six cornerstone razors in a presentation pack for four quid
3: cornerstone's so good that i think was it lever brothers try Wanted to sue us for telling you how good they were. That is
2: true. Yeah. <laughs> legal letters. We got served legal letters. Uh, but they, they is really good. And four quid less than a pint. And so here's the deal. It would be something that Santa Claus could put in a stocking. Yep. Could do someone. that. Could be uh, if, if you've got a, a limit on a kind of uh, present limit some families do and you want to get something that's good for not a lot. Great. Or equally, if you just want to be tight, but not be seen to be tight.
3: Uh, absolutely.
2: It will get you out It's
3: in a stocking and you can throw it, throw it down the chimney. There's plenty of ways to get your Cornerstone razor <laughs> into your loved one's hands.
2: Cornerstone.co.uk forward slash eggs chasers. Go get it. Yeah, wonderful news. Right. Um, there's a bit of news this week. What's been going on? Uh, there's been a bit of co- a few coaching announcements this week. Oh, yeah, there week. has, not there? So,
4: starting off with probably the biggest announcement of the week, the All Blacks have a new coach. is
3: it new- bad I don't know who this guy is? Should I know him? You know, as a guy who talks about rugby, should I really know who this guy is? No.
4: So I knew the name just, but I didn't know anything about his achievements before he does what he has been doing for the past eight years, which mm. is being an assistant coach to Steve Hansen. Um, who in, the, in turn was an assistant coach to Graham Sir Henry. Graham Henry. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't think he has that it's many so, particularly notable
3: achievements. It's so weird how they go about their business, and undoubtedly it works. Well, who knows? They might have got lucky... But Graham Henry had been a headman. He'd been a he- successful headman. I think he won the stuff with the Blues. Steve Hansen has never been a headman outside of the All Blacks, which is amazing. Mm. And I don't know, has this guy ever coached Super Rugby? He has. So he
4: was Chiefs for six, seven years. Okay. Um, in the about two
2: thousand four to two thousand ten round, yeah. then. I think. I, I think I, I haven't seen a picture of him this week, but I think I know the guy because he's always in the shot, sat next to Steve mm. Hansen. So
3: I always think of Wayne Smith. So I know him. Uh, who's uh, who's the other assistant that you you, the, the you often see? Maybe it is that guy. Yeah, he's that yeah, guy. yeah I think it's, it's that, that guy. guy.
4: I think it is Ian Foster. Yeah. Yeah, he's the he, other one.
3: So yeah, he's the guy who isn't Wayne Smith. Yes. Exactly. That's what I know about him. Well done.
2: Uh, elsewhere, and Mark Bakewell has been, has uh, I don't know whether, it, was it one of those by mutual yeah, consent poor? type things? Is, is it, it a poor? terminated contract or whatever? whatever? However it's happened, Mark Bakewell, forwards coach at Leicester Tigers, has left the organisation.
3: Don't like it. Don't like it one bit. Why? Mark Bakewell's not the problem here. I mean, to think that that he is, is deluded. It's very much like when Northampton Saints sacked Alex King. Uh, you know, that wasn't the problem. Uh, and very much also like Northampton Saints, they need to go through the whole process of just clearing out, get rid of everyone. I know it's not nice for people that have been there for a long time. I know, actually, when you talk about these things, you're also talking about people's jobs. But they just need to clear house. And they need to start all over again. You can't build a coaching team bit by bit. You know, you've got to get... Well,
2: go this this is, uh, you'd think it's not a, we need to let him go and then we need to go and find someone. They've already got who's coming in. And yes. so it was a when, not an if. But it's a nice... Steve, Steve I mean,
3: Borthwick. It's even worse, isn't it? Because you've got s- these reserve coaches of such pedigree now. Like, Mike Ford's got a s- real good pedigree. Say what you like about Mike Ford. He's one hell, hell of a good coach. Uh, then you've got Borthwick coming in with... Amazing pedigree. Um, they're making a rod for their own back because they can't get rid of these people once they're in. If Jordan Murphy fails, you would struggle to clear out that whole um, that whole coaching team. So unless he, unless the plan is to promote one of those guys to head coach at some point, you know,
4: which doing doing it's that just, doing that feels like it's got the risk of undermining Jordan Murphy's authority. And it also like, means if, if yeah. Borthwick does want so Borthwick the expectation is they'll come in after the Six Nations. Yeah. Um, if or he,
2: before, if they can get someone else, I I don't know for England
4: for but England. In, but. but
2: England have they've lost a, quite a few. And jumping jumping to England, let's talk about Simon Amor being one of Eddie Jones' coaches. Really, is he yeah, which is uh, <laughs> really. I mean, okay, he's, good, good. Clearly, he's, he's a good guy, but I did not see that one being suggested. So. Well, yes, it's very interesting. Well, awesome, is, it? there, is there a Monday morning meeting at Leicester? Just a quick update on that, JB. <laughs> uh, I
3: would be amazed if there wasn't, frankly. <laughs> there should be one
4: every
2: Monday every morning. Every Monday. Yeah. <laughs> every Monday, and they're all equally serious. Um, one former Leicester man that I bumped into this week um, who listens to the podcast. So uh, let, me, let me say hello on behalf of the three of us to Graham Roundtree. Graham Roundtree. Graham, Rowntree.
0: Graham Rowntree. Who, Wonderful.
2: Who called me over in the... Uh, it was after the game, Saracens v Munster... And I was just sort of getting my stuff together to go. And I was on the, um, I was uh, just in between the two dressing rooms. And I heard this, Tim! Tim! <laughs> and, and I looked over, and Graham Roundtree was sort of waving me over to him. <laughs> I walked over. And he was r- literally right outside the Munster dressing room. There were players going, getting changed and stuff. And uh, he was stood, he had, a, he, had a, he had a little bottle of Heineken. Heineken he was uh, one elbow propped up on, some t- on a little pile of tackle pads. Amazing pre-game. Uh, after, after yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he and he just went, Tim. What the is a Negroni? I mm. <laughs> 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 you know would
3: love to take Graham Rounce out for a Negroni. Ne- oh yes, I'd,
4: I'd, I'd get take some listen, good Graham. stories. Ob- obviously,
2: I said it's a it's a disgusting Italian cocktail. Yeah,
3: delicious
4: Italian cocktail.
2: Uh, did he? Uh,
3: and he shuffled you off to
2: the dungeon. Well, he knew he knew that this place was called the Rugby Dungeon. He said, uh, "Have fun in the dungeon." Oh, fantastic awesome yeah, no. good rugby man he's loving yeah, life in yeah. Munster as well we'll definitely talk about that game is it Exeter than the doctor sorry I... <laughs> we'll talk about that game <laughs> soon definitely there's lots to talk about um, really intense match but uh, Exeter who you know chalked up another good five point win yeah. today um, their coaching team have extended their contracts there's no chance of any of them Ali Heifer was being talked about as a potential England yep. attack coach yep. that's not going to happen before 2023 because they've yes. all extended their contracts good
4: which seems like it so as far as I'm aware, there's not been a formal announcement on Eddie Jones extending his contract because he's 2021 that, at the moment.
3: That's the only thing they can do as the, far as I can Yeah,
4: the assumption is it will do. I think they'd be mad to try and do anything differently. Yeah. But this might tie in quite nicely if Eddie Jones does extend to 2023, X to get and this specifically this coaching team, get more experience of Europe, which they're doing very well. They're doing better than they've ever done before this season. And more experience of the Premier So, so it, is, it works quite nicely for me. It that.
3: also links into the Leicester Tigers story, right? Because England, they're kind of making a road for their own backs too. They've got to have Eddie Jones or they can't have anyone else. Because how... For England, do you agree you need basically the world's best coaches? Or a world-class coach uh, in defence you, defense,
4: you, need, you need, attack? You need world-class coaches. Yeah, because... Yeah. Of, because you should. Of position. Any, any, any of the top-level international teams have to have world-class
3: coaches. So... Here's a question for you. If you're a world-class coach, do you give up a job like Exeter to go and work with Eddie Jones for two years if you think Eddie Jones is going to go in two years? No, you wouldn't. So England's only option, as far as I'm concerned, is they've got to extend Eddie Jones. Otherwise, they've got to get rid of him right now.
2: Just let me take it back a step. I think there's a a lot more to think about. And anyone in whatever job they're in can relate to situations like this because sometimes there is a shinier bigger better job but with things like kids and where they're at school yeah and what stage of your own life you're in and what your pension is like and whether you'd rather have something a bit more guaranteed or you you, it's the point in your career when you want to take a risk are are you feeling like you want to change and just it just feels like with the extra coaches for example they're all at a point where they're happy really enjoy their Mm -hmm. job Love the guys that yeah. they're working with. It's a nice place to live. A yeah. Great great place to live. And I think there's a lot to be said for that. And I just I just get the feeling, I'm sure Rob Baxter, if he really wanted to flex, could have got himself an England job. So The England job, even. Riddle me this one, right? I'm always uh, confused with rugby players.
3: If I was a rugby player, I think I'd want to live in Manchester or London. Does anyone disagree with that statement?
4: Uh, Rome would be pretty cool. Rome would be good. Paris yeah. would
3: be good. No, I hate
4: Paris. Not so
2: much Paris for me, but... Uh, yeah. In fact, Paris is... Actually, cool. I do Rome, hit that Rome, it. Rome, so Rome of would go to, for yeah. so yeah. Coast
4: of France would be good.
2: The Ritz. You could ski, Ritz. Ski, ski and beach. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, some of the French clubs.
4: Cape Town would be very cool, although the pay is not very good. Yeah.
3: Yeah, it can be okay, but yeah, Cape Town would be great.
4: As long as you don't get paid in rand. You get paid <laughs> yeah, in yeah, dollars. You sterling. Dublin
3: and <laughs>
2: <Dublin, laughs> London, very expensive.
3: But, yeah. Yeah. but you know, you don't care because you're a young man with loads of money. Yeah, and Presumably, when you first started, you, you're going to be
2: single. There's young. a lot of people on. There's a lot of people within a three mile radius on tinder <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
3: so those are ones that, but i'm amazed how much the exeter boys love living in exeter they just love the whole thing and i wonder if that breeds into their success a little bit because there's not really that much to do in exeter whereas you know you can get into a little bit of trouble in london you can get into well, a little bit of trouble in manchester yeah they're kind of big deals big
4: fish in a small pond yeah. in exeter aren't they that's
3: true but mind you, that doesn't always work because look at the Welsh players. Yeah, the I mean, last thing you want to be is a you know a, a Swansea player being a big deal in Swansea.
4: It's <laughs> awful. <laughs> ah, ah.
2: But the uh, but uh, confirmation by the way, we uh, I had some t- we had some tweets saying conf- confirming that the the double tap on the shoulder after you finish drink before you put it down on the table is indeed an Exeter University thing, which Exeter ah, Chiefs clearly take on. So it's a ah, nice only thing.
3: It's good seeing doing his drills. Was there was
2: there another bit of news?
4: Um, a very important bit of news. Oh. Um, get well soon, Ray Bingley. Yes, um, we did a, a special podcast that a is a private podcast. We did, we did, we did a private,
2: dedicated podcast just for Ray. Yeah, last but week. It, but it was it was some, some listeners of ours got in touch and said that Ray listens, loves the podcast, but he's currently in uh, in a really really bad way um, and fighting to get better and yeah. uh, um, and listening to to the podcast and getting a mention. Might get a little bit of, um, might jog. The memory will get a
3: bit of a response, or, or
4: jog, some
2: Get a bit of a response as he's in ICU at yeah, the moment. Yeah. So, Ray Bingley, yeah. um, thank you for listening. Keep fighting, fella.
4: Yeah. And, and, but I, think, I, just, I don't believe that he
2: ever jumped in that line out. No. But, uh, onto the rugby. Yeah, well, actually, before we get onto the actual rugby, did has anyone seen it? Because it ties in with something topical. Let's, let's not hang around there too long. But, everyone see a load of rugby. Fans piling in on Courtney Laws? Nope.
3: Do I, I was saw too co- busy retweeting them. why would I
2: keep <laughs> <laughs> so, you reading it?
4: I saw Courtney Laws' tweet. I've not actually I've not then followed up on any
2: of it. There's been a couple of a couple of Courtney Laws. Who cares? Uh, there's been a few Courtney Laws tweets. Basically, uh, Courtney Laws um do you remember when the Billy Vunapola thing happened last year? No. And uh, <laughs> where Billy Billy Vinopola, um you know made his opinion felt on on a on a topic and People started calling Billy Venipolar homophobic, bigoted, all the rest of it. And Courtney Laws came in, and I thought a voice of reason just to say, look.
1: Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support, 100% online. You'll experience the all new Cerebral Way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you
2: Or a homophobe. we just, like, just... Chill out. Everyone just, calm down. Just calm down. Yeah. We well, can we'll all calm down now. It's all over, thank God. Well, <laughs> yeah. So, Courtney Laws, clearly, he, he holds it all in, but every now and again, he'll just go, no, I'm going I'm to say what I think. I'm going to give my opinion. And the controversial, outrageous opinion that some rugby fans, a lot of rugby fans, more than I was There's there prepared for, a lot of rugby fans, at least on Twitter, thought was outrageous was Courtney Laws saying he'd voted Conservative. <laughs>
3: Uh, Just a quick one, Tim. Sorry. What have you put in my tea? I've got blue specks in my tea. Uh, That's just the night tea. No, is it? Yeah.
2: Outrageous. (laughs) 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 Just some uh, sleeping pills. And um, and my thought on this was, um, well, two things. Firstly, the, the, the great thing about rugby, which we always talk up as its strength, is that it's a game for every size, shape, yeah and you when all the all the changing rooms that we've played games in at, at amateur semi pro level or whatever in the case of me and Phil, not you.
4: Yeah, yeah, not really. <laughs> uh, I, got, I got expenses once. <laughs> and you played for Wales Deaf
2: team. Yep, I, I mean, yeah. Yeah, yeah, or international sides. Thank what, you. Whatever changing room you were in, <laughs> there were, you, you had a plumber next to a... Um, solicitor. Quantity or Surveyor, doctor, Solicitor, yeah. Doctor, <laughs> no Barrister, whatever. HH, I'll have you know. <laughs> whatever. And that was, that's rugby strength. However, it seems that there are a certain band of people, and this is mirrored in what's going on politically, which we're not going to get into, but that... That seem to think that their opinion trumps other people's, and we shouldn't have diversity of opinions <laughs> in rugby. No, so worry. get over yourselves, basically. Yeah. yeah. So anyone Absolutely. that piled in on Courtney Laws or said, "Oh, that's," I'm not following you anymore, or "Oh, of course, Courtney Laws is." A, but do you know whatever.
3: what? I'm going to be consistent here. I don't like it when players put their political views on Twitter whether it be left with I mean obviously because you know it's conservative I'm slightly more sympathetic but I don't really like it either way I don't really need to know what Courtney Laws thinks of the conservative government
2: you don't have to follow him
3: no I'm just saying I'm just saying I, I don't like it either way I, I follow them for for sport but you know I don't really care I so, don't really care and I think I think very dimly of the people that have bothered to you know you know, message back to him yes but he's yeah.
2: clearly got a thick skin and he clearly gives zero yes I, yeah like, absolutely damn it. It,
3: is it a surprise that he that he supports the policy of laws and order? <laughs> <laughs> and I would, uh,
2: I'd also, I, I think the final, the, my final point on that would be, I also think we need to just start ignoring rugby Twitter, because I actually think it's had a big influence on the way that the game is governed. I have said the, this for ages. The decisions that are made uh, uh, by clubs, by governing bodies, by Management or broadcasters, Twitter has an influence there, and I think we should just ignore it because I think if we've learned anything this week, it's but the thing is Twitter you, is just not any kind of reflection on you, on on the silent majority of you can't ignore it. The reason you can't ignore
3: it is because the people on Twitter with the voice are generally speaking making content, usually good content, but they all think in the same way, and but they're also the people that put the views of rugby to the to the masses. So you can't really. Ignore it because they all think in the same way. They all act the same way. But you are right; it does. Uh, it is a problem for the game because a lot of the agenda in rugby is driven by these exact voices. And so, left, so uh,
2: m- my you can't. my opinion was ignore them, but you can't. You, you, you I, you can't. I, but 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 I think like the in, in politics, for example, I think the the sort of uh, the what's the, the something's out the whatever. I've Open got, some window. No, no, no. Uh, people, people realize. Oh, right. That's actually oh that's not real that's not normal. I think we should just assume that rugby is exactly the same. Whatever's going yeah. on online, the, the massive the opinions that people are giving, it's like oh well this is just a, this is this is the the very noisy minority of people. I think it's right
4: to view everything on Twitter through that lens. Yeah, that this is this is not reflective. And some things, something's fine. You can believe it and, and act on it. Some things you just need to th- say, hang on, this is a very very small number of noisy people who have this opinion, yeah. and we can ignore specific
2: elements. Yeah. Excellent. But there was so much good rugby. Let's just yeah, like you say, I think you're right to um so let's focus on that. So yeah, that.
3: so let's focus on Bath. We're talking about
2: rugby. Do you well do you think that's the I think Saracen's Monster's the big the big game yeah,
3: this weekend. Actually that is the big game but I didn't watch it, so I can't really talk too much about it. Uh,
2: All right, well, let's talk about t- a game that has l- very little bearing on anything. Sale, <laughs> Sale, Exeter.
3: Yeah, I watched both games today. I was very ill on Friday night, so I couldn't uh, watch the game on Friday, which I'm guessing was because apparently it's a belter. Um, and then um, me and Phil were off. We were very busy yesterday, drinking. Very busy. Oh. B- 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 that b- time b- year, but you it? were at the Munster game, weren't you? Yeah, I was. Well, so I was working. That was interesting. Well, let, well, let's get into the, the sort of
2: details first. What do you make of the? Um, of, of Dr Gate. So on 50 minutes there was a uh, I, I was getting uh, a brawl would be massively over egging the They wanted deep. to brawl though didn't they? It was, they, they definitely wanted to if, brawl. If they <laughs> would have been allowed 20 years ago they'd have brawled for yeah. sure. Oh, yes. 5 years ago. And it would have been, been a ma- would have been an amazing spectacle. Yeah. The kind of the kind of comment that people on Twitter would call me outrageous for, I don't care anymore. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm, twenty years ago, watching a fight like that would have been brilliant. I mean, would it was it? it was still a great moment, a flare up, it was still an interesting. Moment. You can
3: see, uh, you can see. Um... What's his name? Jamie George, cocks his fist, pulls it back, but then, oh, ah, yeah. he only has in a nightclub. But he wasn't.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but that, actually, that, the best picture of the weekend was it all kicking off around at Mako Vinopola with a water bottle squirting a jet yeah, of water into yeah. his mouth. A, it's he's, an amazing picture. It's got a point, hasn't it? Because what can you do? Yeah. There's nothing you can do.
4: Well, then, like, bear hug someone.
2: Yeah, and
3: then you, you have to wrestle them around a little bit. I, mean, I just don't see the point. Yeah, in fact,
2: you could... Any member of... Even the... the the weediest person, even one of us, could go and wade into that quite, quite comfortably, knowing no harm is going to come yeah. to us. No, <laughs> yeah. no going to hit me. All these 18, 19 stone men, I'm not going to get hit. I
4: guess the worst thing that can happen to you. <laughs> Maybe right? that's why the, the doctor was so emboldened.
3: Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> the worst thing that's going to happen to you is you end up on the floor with a guy on top of you, yeah, pushing you a few guys in, like, yeah. into the mud. Other than that, you're perfectly safe.
2: So it, so it appears that the whole thing flared up when. Uh, I, see, I don't know what happened before the doctor. But uh, possibly Jamie George kicks a ball in it. You allowed to say what you think he
3: said, because you told me what you think he said. But
2: oh, it's it's been put out there in various places. But no, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. Don't use the I'm, exact language. I'm not gonna use the exact language that has been speculated. But I also don't know if that is true or not. So mm, yeah. um, it will come out in the fullness of time. But the the doctor, uh, if what we are hearing and what Alex Anderson said on the telly is that a comment was made about Jamie Jamie George's. Wait. <laughs> mm. <laughs> well, else could you start with a
3: hooker, though? Which he
2: didn't. Which he didn't take kindly to.
3: <laughs> okay, so mixed thoughts on, on this one. Number one, come on, Team Doctors shouldn't be doing this. Like, I, I, he can say something to Jamie George by all means. A bit of gamesmanship. I'm all for that. But then, if he rea- if Jamie George reacts like he does, you've gone too far. So you know, you take it in your own hands. Jamie George reacts. Yeah, fine. Also, t- also there <laughs> is
2: there is an element where you, you, we don't. You can see the words a transcript written down, but you don't you, that doesn't tell the whole story, does it? Sometimes there's sometimes you can say the same thing as a kind of joke Yeah. And it's meant as a between friends and you can say the same thing in anger and it's a really nasty, yeah. horrible thing to do. The team doctor should not be getting involved in this. He oh, no, is I agree with that. A yeah. medical professional, yada yod, yodya yod. I I don't think he was offering a uh, medical opinion. <laughs> <laughs> Could have been.
4: It's not it's not that unlikely that um the Munster do- doctor in some circumstances will have to help out opposition players. Mm. So I'm just I'm really surprised that a doctor can be so kind of uh, biased and partisan. Is, I know, I, know I know you I know he follows that team and he supports that team. But he he should be it just should be more professional than this. And
3: yeah. You'll remember this, I think, Tim. I don't know if you do this when you were when you were playing. Did you ever have the thing create your own atmosphere? Uh, so a, a, a Broughton Park for a little while
2: sounds like the sort of it sounds like the sort of mantra you would have hated. Yeah, so, yeah. So, so it uh, does culture. It's very culture. at yeah, yeah. it it Lancaster, so,
3: like at Broughton Park, for instance. Uh, we used to do these little uh, warm-up squares, and the whole thing is like create your own cult, uh, create your own atmosphere, get nice and loud, go and support each other. Clap, you know, uh, clap the boys out of the change room, and teams undoubtedly do this. So the benches all all get uh, very yeah. very excited. They all tap each other on the arse when they're walking out. Yeah, and I can see why you would get wrapped up in all wrapped up in all that. But ultimately, you're not engaging in the physical contest, which is rugby. You're just a doctor, so keep out of it. Um, and I don't know where the line is because I do like the idea, and I see it at sale. To be honest, you know, if you watch um, the sidelines at sale, you can see both teams getting getting into each other. Medical staff, um, you know, physios, whoever. Usually not at the expense of uh, the other team, but usually in a, in a more su- in, in a more supportive way. And I, I quite like that. I think that's kind of what teams do. But this guy obviously took it too far.
4: Yeah, he's definitely overstepped. Or
3: allegedly as well. If the line.
2: if what's being reported is how it was, and I, I believe EPCR have said they're going to. Investigate this. What's
3: those investigate? Send it to the lab. <laughs>
4: like, <laughs> well, uh, do, 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 does there need to be any discipline? Not, I, 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 I would say no. I but, think it's
2: embarrassing enough. Yeah, yeah you're, probably, you're probably right. And, and this is where, going back, you know, this is the sort of thing where EPCR might have seen, or a bunch of people on Twitter have said, oh, it's outrageous, we better investigate this. It, we don't know the ins and outs, so maybe it is something that needs to be investigated and punished. But I'm inclined to sort of think, how stupid, that's going to be really embarrassing for yeah. the guy. And, and here's more's the point, it absolutely changed the game <laughs> in Saracen's favour.
3: Yeah, because they scored the two tries after they fired them up. Forget about the individuals, right? Just as a block of men, I do think it's a harder team than Munster. Or, like, would you. Is there a team you'd less like? To get into a gang fight with than Munster, they are hard. Though. They are, aren't they? Even if yeah. the individuals might not be hard, the thing which it's like the rugby. I mean, individually they might not be brilliant, but as a collective,
4: their their ooh. pack is their pack. Their defence. I mean, their they've defense, got yeah. they've got big strong boys Scanlon and Farrell in the centre. Yeah, Those are big strong Farrell. boys. He's a great player. Yeah, they're a, they are a bloody like, t- a
3: bloody tough team. O'Marney would be the the the, the archetypical archety- Munsterman. Not massive, bloody hard though. Yeah, bloody hard. Too yeah, right. Yeah. They missed him. He, yeah. he went yeah. out before the
2: game. Actually, I'm, I'm saw Donica O'Callaghan again. That, that, he's a he's a card and a brilliant pundit. And uh, but he he brought a load of Irish newspapers over with him, and it reminded me again of something I didn't mention when I was over in Ireland a few weeks back. They're spoilt for rugby coverage, oh, aren't they? Oh, are like the, the back two, three pages of every newspaper all rugby. rugby. But
3: I, tend to fit, I tend to think that their online coverage is slightly better too. Actually, like yeah. there's got a little, lo- lo- a lot of it. There's a lot of it. A lot it's of great. independent outlets making a load of good content.
2: You know, I, I, think they've, I think they're very well served. It's great. They have radio shows dedicated to it as well. Yeah, it's brilliant. I, I really like it. But yeah, um, that moment did change the game. It was two de- two brilliant defenses canceling each other out. Saracens a bit flat maybe, and then yeah. And the three things that really well, a couple of things that really impressed me: the two Vanapola brothers and like Billy that, improvi- that eight, improvised that so improvised offload, taking yeah. uh, taking three men out of the game. Roll yeah. it, like one of those rolled off his forearm yeah. and his fingers like, Yeah, it was like oh beautiful it was like a basketball type yeah. pass with three men tackling him where is Maril he played last he week
4: he played last week yeah he was one of the few players who played yeah, I last saw him, week
3: so why do they I thought like they'd go full ball on this well, I, th- I,
4: I mean they picked a strong enough team yeah, to win
2: and, and Mark McCall was making the point before the game that you know yes we've got a load of internationals back we've also got a load of academy products that are doing really well. Awesome.
3: Yeah.
2: How do they I'd love to know how they select their teams. I'd love to know what the, the logic is. I think it was I think last week it was let's put a couple of big na- big men in to kind of glue it together a bit of leadership yeah. and, and and you know kind of totems in that team. Marrow was one of them in the forwards and they had one or two in Ray, the backs. Uh, Barrett, Barrett and Lazarus. Because Barrett, and Barrett wasn't in this week. I think he's injured. Jackson Ray? Uh, Jackson yeah, you Ray you could, last week. Yeah. And then this week it, it was the same, but they trust Nicky Zikwe, who's been good, he Ben, ben Earl, who's week. been great, um, George yeah. Cruz came back in for Marrow, so it's kind of a yeah. They've got the depth. Uh, last week, Will Skelton was brilliant, and he was rested as well. So I think they just trust the squad and they understand that that's how they're going to have to manage this season.
4: Because so. because actually, the more imp- arguably the, the more important game, is, <laughs> bless sure. you, is next week for them. Because yeah. they, I mean, if they'd have lost that, they would have been out of Europe, which would have been fine for them. Now they're still in Europe. But they've got to win the Premiership. They've got to win every game well, in the Premiership.
3: There could be 15 points to the good after these next three, after these next three round of games. Can could I just
2: you? say uh, the thing that impressed me probably most watching Saracens is Owen Farrell and his leadership. That man is like he's got that sort of feel of his of his dad, that authority, just authority. Just do you think he's a bit grumpy? <laughs> Did you not? You it, want? It, you want... Like, Bear in mind that Conor Murray was in the Munster team. Uh, owen Farrell was in the ref's ear a lot, but in but he in he right worked way. it he worked it
3: mm. he worked it really well. It's a fine line, isn't it? It's a fine line between Dan Beggar and owen Farrell
2: yes i no, I agree, but the way that he yeah. the way that he went in when they decided to go for the scrum before the try, the way that Owen Farrell just went in just kind of you know chest puffed out, looked around and went scrum scrum I was just like i I just looked at him and went, he is the main man he's what. Twenty seven.
4: Twenty seven. That is impressive. Yeah. This this was this was a good performance in the end by Saracens and it was a good performance by Munster. It was to, to stop to stop that Saracens team for sixty five of the eighty minutes was was very impressive. I,
3: I do I do wish though we could have seen a full Saracens team away at Munster. Yeah. I do wish and, I'd and, seen
4: and that. we'll see it again, just not this season. Mm. Next, next year, you
2: you could get Maybe that. Maybe in a knockout game. Hey, potentially in a knockout game. Oh, no, no, no. no well, if one the of these final. one of these two teams are going out. Oh yeah, of course they're not going to win the group. Well, Well, yeah. right. uh, well, well. No, because Munster could go to Paris and win. It's possible. Ra- yeah, they could go to Paris and it, win. So uh, all all possibilities are still open. They could. Yeah, they could. Could meet
4: again.
3: Yeah, uh, Rasta got a very surprising win. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Osprey's got a bonus point yeah fair fair enough they got all the tries I think they scored one early on and then three in the last ten minutes just just one
2: little question let me just war game a scenario for you yes please you're in a match your team is in a pool where uh, it's over the course of six games determines on whether you qualify for the knockouts or not you're nine points down with six minutes to go and you have a penalty in a kickable position
0: kick it
4: I would kick it (laughs) <laughs> you got you've got to get points on the board immediately. You have got, got to score twice. twice anyway. So you've got an opportunity to get points in 5 seconds. Yeah. So you take the points and then you've got the full 6 minutes. If you go for and, um teams have made this mistake before. Australia did it a few years ago with with Hooper um where they went for the try, eventually got the try, but ate up all of their time getting the one try and it didn't have an opportunity to score again. Hmm. So yeah, I would always take the points in that scenario. Yeah,
2: uh, the World Cup. Take was... take the one point, get the one point in in your little knapsack.
4: Yeah, and then go back for the four. Yeah. yeah, yeah, correct. Yeah, even even if it is not in a bonus point scenario. Yeah, bonus points actually means it's even crazier not to. But even not in a bonus
2: point scenario, I would still take the three. I suppose, uh, yes. I suppose the argument, uh, the only argument is if if it wasn't a bonus point scenario, which this was, which I think just means that Monster just had a brain fart. Um, even if it wasn't in a bonus point scenario, I do see the argument of going for the jugular there because I know, but then it doesn't really matter. You've got to score anyway. You've got to score twice. But you. But the difference being you have to go from back near
3: right. your own you know, line. Yeah. I would also True. argue it is harder to score a drop goal than it is a try. So if right. you're relying on getting those final three points, well, they're going to have to be really disciplined. And if they're disciplined, they can it might keep you out. In which case, you might be looking for the drop goal.
2: And how many drop goals are successful? Not many. Yeah. Well, penalty, maybe, if you keep the ball. Probably, yeah. yeah but anyway, they should they should have come away with the point. Probably deserved the point. Oh, well. They shot themselves in the foot there. And I wonder if that will be important.
4: The pool. Potentially. Because bonus points in that pool will be very important. Because it, it looks like Rassing are probably going to win the pool. Um, well, the thing is, they've got two bloody hard teams to play. They host Munster and then travel to Saracens. So you'd say... If they if they get one win of those two, so they're six points ahead now. So but all they need is one yeah. win.
3: And but the thing is, with the pressure that Saracens are putting on Munster now, Munster aren't going to go there and roll over. Like say, if they were safe, if you know, if they beat Saracens back to back, they might decide to rest a few players. And M-
2: Munster have qualified more than any team in Europe for the all knockouts. Right. Mm.
3: So Munster will be, go there full bore. You know, they they, yeah, they, they, they will. could do Paris. And they could then do. Racing dr- come over to uh, London and get beaten up
4: could happen. it's possible it's possible i I still think Racing are the most likely to go yeah. through this is it the in
2: hands is this it? is the most interesting the most interesting and exciting pool it
4: is, and it was always the yeah. pool of death, particularly for Ospreys uh, who were just getting battered yes. every week but in the, in these
2: death. two double headers and particularly this weekend i i I was kind of looking at it, and in my head, I had like a a sort of metaphorical in the game guess who but oh, with, yeah. with the twenty teams. On a board, and you, you can just knock them down. All right, I can yeah, knock them down knock, yeah. them down, knock them down, knock them down, knock them down. And like in Exeter Chiefs pool now, it's pretty much, it's, it's done. The, the pool is done. Exeter it's, are it's, top, and everyone else, knock them down. Yeah, that's pretty
4: much Glasgow losing at home yeah. to La Rochelle. La Rochelle
2: are dangerous. That's How many problem. points are Glasgow on now?
4: So they're on nine points. So they can, well, they, can. they can get to 19, but it's it would be tough, and it would take beating
2: Exeter as well. Which
3: They've got to come to the A.J. Bell. And, Ex- you-
2: and now Exeter's focus shifts and they're not going to let up because they want a good seeding. Absolutely. So Exeter,
4: Exeter on 19 points, um, three out of four bonus point wins. Only Leinster are on, are also on 19 points. Yeah. So those two, if they win, if they get bonus point wins in the next two games, guarantee an easy, easier um, yeah. just draw. You, just get, you get Saracens. <laughs> <Leinster>. <laughs> well, that, that is the risk, isn't it? Yeah god yeah <laughs> yeah
2: but that pool is kind of taking shape and uh, the, the hail in the Exeter game did you see that yes oh, unbelievable god, thank god you weren't working that one yeah result. Uh, what's, <laughs> what's the worst conditions you've
3: played in I played in snow played in snow a, a couple of times oh yeah. I played for Broughton Park oh I don't know maybe third team or something like that just a one off game I had no rugby on I went um, I went down to see what was happening there was a third team game we played Sambach. And uh, it was hail like that, but the hail was staying on the ground and it just never left. Built up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, was it hail or was it was it snow? It might have been sideways snow. It was awful. And going from scrum to scrum, to scrum or line-out to line-out, you'd be constantly reminding the boys, don't show you cold, don't show you cold, don't show you cold. <laughs> and they beat us by,
2: I think, a couple of scores, but it's a bloody close game. <laughs> I remember uh, watching, um, I think it was Sail Edinburgh, Edinburgh up in Sale, and they had to play it on a... Like a university a astroturf pitch. Cause it was so cold. Really? At or oh, Sterling University, something like they changed the venue. I can't remember, but it was like minus fifteen. Oof. About, Oof. Uh, one of those crazy cold summers, uh, uh, <laughs> cold <laughs> winters, about five six years ago, uh, or maybe more than that. Whatever. But um, and the players when they came off, their hair, the sweat, had sort of frozen, of. frozen on their hair. Oh. So they had those. They had those um, silver <laughs> things put around <laughs> like a hypothermia. I know it's oh. been
3: spoken about a lot. But AJ McGinty's debut game was NSI. Minus 30. Minus 30. They have to play one game a season in NSI. They usually play in Moscow. And the boys from the Kruggy Island podcast went to watch it. Uh, William Davis is is the name of the fella. Hey, you talk about dedicated Irish uh, journalism. (laughs) There's one right there. And he was saying that his phone was so cold, it just turned off like electronic <laughs> devices weren't, weren't working so you had to warm them up like you know in your trousers or what not
4: I remember the pictures of the bench you yeah. were sitting in the bench with like blankets that's doomfills. what the Kremlin <laughs> said it was <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah. so um yeah, AJ, yeah. McGin- uh, AJ McGinty's debut I think
4: it was I played in Poland and it was about it was it was below minus five it was called Midwinter um it was about the 20th of December on a rugby tour and played two games one against uh Alston, who have a small town team and not very good, and won against this what was like a semi-professional team in Poland on day is either day four or day five of a five day um, five day tour, and we got absolutely hammered like eighty points to nil, like not even <laughs> not even close. But then the uh, the post match the clubhouse was a clubhouse slash gay sex fetish club. Oh, really? So they had cages. No. Yeah, like red lights, strobe lights and dance, dancing cages. Sounds for, like the ultimate for for rugby, to rugby tour.
3: Amazing.
2: Final night. Brilliant.
3: Have <laughs> <laughs> never told me that story?
2: Have I not? No. Wonderful. <laughs> um, and what was the one? Oh, yeah, I mean, you could have played a game in uh, in really bad conditions, but accidentally... There was a there was a, a rugby club in Greater Manchester who, before an important league game, accidentally left the tap on. left left the sprinklers on um, and that. kind of part flooded the pitch when it when it froze overnight. We're showing you which th- club that was. That
4: sounds terrible. It sounds terrible. That sounds I mean, awful.
2: And the, I mean, it, it was just a twist of fate that the game was cancelled and that the their key player, the tight head prop. Was actually fit by the time the game did finally happen. That sounds
4: dreadful. And yeah, oh, what awful. an accident. And the, the only thing that could make that worse would be the club that they were supposed to play having travelled up from somewhere very, very far, far south, um, say Cornwall, um, <laughs> having to come back later in the season in a relegation decider and losing. Oh. And getting relegated. <laughs> Well, wow. I mean, that, that, would, awesome. be, I mean, that's that a... would be that would be goodness,
2: rugby journalists. That's your scandal for this <laughs> yeah. week. Go, d- go do some well, investigative that journalism that on that.
4: Yes, thank goodness, thank goodness. Never. Never. I think I might happened.
2: read that in a novel. Uh, yes, yeah. fictional fun, fun novel fiction. Well,
3: was, was it smelling of roses, Stuart Bonds? <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, I wonder how well. I haven't looked at him on Twitter. I wonder how he's doing on Twitter.
3: Hope you're holding up well, Stu. Um.
4: We did k- kind of briefly touch on the pool 1 before which is Leinster's pool. Oh, how good are they? Leinster looked very very oh good. Oh my word. And they, they added some that's... some attacking sparkle to the the um oh god, the power game that they had last week and Llama. Llama's yeah. dancing you got to feet. You guys
3: not talking. I need to go grab something.
4: Okay. Llama's dancing feet. And it is interesting watching um O'Driscoll talk about that this evening. And he said, "Incredible attack, uh, incredible, incredible um from running ability, and beating players twice, beating seven players and one. It like watching one it was individual like, it was run. Like playing a video game. It was or something. It was. He, O'Driscoll did say he's had an opportunity there and an opportunity there. He should have offloaded the ball. He's actually
2: done it. He's done too much, and he dies with the ball instead of mm. giving." So, he does. He does always have it under one arm, doesn't he? Yeah. He never flips it to the two hands, or very rarely. Yeah, that's interesting, actually. So it's actually it's quite an easy coaching point as well to yeah. to be looking for the support. Yeah, once you've
4: made the break, beating a player, <laughs> beating the first five, be- yeah, then you could look for the offload. Maybe
2: leave the sixth and seventh and put <laughs> someone else into space. Yeah, yeah, but um, yeah, really good. They made loads of changes. That Caelan Dorris looks yeah, a player, doesn't he? Yeah, the number eight. Because I sort of thought Max Deegan was the guy. Who's the sorry? Who's the chap that went to the World Cup, played number eight, who's now injured at the moment?
4: Yes. Oh! What is his name? Uh, Conan. Conan.
2: So you go, oh, Jack Conan's Jack oh, Conan. that's a bit of a blow. Yeah. Well, Max Deegan they've got. Oh no, Caelan Dorris has been yeah. bubbling away. Yeah. He looks a player.
4: Yeah. And what was impressive was um, Rhys Byrne. Mm. Ross Byrne. Ross,
2: Ross Byrne. Um, Is this a guy
3: who's very, very good? young lad. No, uh, no uh, uh, B- ten.
2: No, there's, there's, his younger brothers apparently meant to be the bomb. Yeah,
3: apparently his younger brother is going to be future on 10 for a long, long time.
4: But Byrne, who came on for the injured Sexton last week for the last 30, 35 minutes or so, looked great last week and again looked really, really good. Mm. Bossing it from 10. Yeah. Really impressive. I mean, it does help when you've got that, that pack giving you that yeah. foundation.
2: Did James Lowe and Jameson Gibson Park qualify for, before Six Nations?
4: Uh, not as far as I'm aware. I'm not, I'm not sure.
2: I think Gibson Park might. Might do. I don't know about James uh, Lowe, but he's Gib- good,
4: isn't he? Uh, Lowe, Lowe is a, a bloody so, good player. He's so uh, Dense. hard. Yeah, yeah. He is. He's big hips, big powerful yeah. hips. Yeah, he's a good, strong runner.
2: So, I love that. So obviously they are, they're team they, to beat. They have actually, qualified. At the they, they have actually qualified.
4: qualified. They've already qualified because Northampton can catch them, but because they've beaten Northampton twice. Yeah. Um, so they could they could level with them Northampton they're probably going to be top seed but that, it shows so Leinster there's a few teams now a few teams who are really looking like they are going to be dominant forces and with Saracens not quite being there it's going to be very interesting so the, the big teams Leinster look incredible Claremont mm. we can get onto Clermont Claremont in a minute Toulouse Toulouse yeah. and Racine yes. and Racine I think brilliant Toulouse brilliant so th- this wasn't actually Toulouse's best performance from what I've seen. They scored some awesome tries, but made... that Untermatt try, that made a
2: flowing move.
4: So they, friend, they, isn't it? They scored two very easy try or two gift tries from um, overthrows. Um, oh no, no, no. there's the um, intercept that yeah. Bismarck Duplessis, and there's one other. I can't remember what it was. Um, basically, oh the um, the Montpellier ten slipping up on his own try line, yeah. not reacting, and just a quick quick line out. Rory Arnold just coasts in. so yeah, it so, wasn't. This wasn't the best performance by Toulouse, but they are in a good place this year. Tell
3: me the player that I love to watch because he's just so up and down, like, and he's just he's capable of amazing stuff. Is at uh, Toulouse. Like, I watched him in the World Cup. We watched him live in the flesh, didn't we? Actually? Yeah, against USA. Oh my uh, God, he was. But That actually makes him better in, in a way. He's so he can, fast. Yeah, he's so fast, and he can just. I think that's why he gets away with so much stuff. Yeah, between him and Aki, they're they're just so talented. Yeah, when it comes off, and when <laughs> it doesn't come off, it's
4: even better. <laughs> better to watch. Yeah, yeah. So the, the, those teams, I think, are really looking impressive. And unless Saracen pull a rabbit out of the hat, which I don't think they will in Europe this year, um, subject to um, how the the quarters line up, those are the four semi-finalists for me. Oh. Leinster, Racine, Toulouse and
2: Clermont. <clears throat> I think Saracens will have to win away from home but if they, they, if they yeah. make it to... I, I, but I, I've just got... I, I just, wouldn't it be the most incredible story if Saracens go deep in the competition?
4: It would be. Oh, actually, another oh, incredible would story would be Exeter. Yeah. Because um, I, I am doing a diss- them a disservice to to not compare them to those other
2: European giants.
3: Well, the problem that they've got is they just haven't done it yet against a European giant. Yeah. All, all the others have got like a battle-hardened history.
2: They, they won in, they, they, they've had moments like their Exeter's winning Montpellier. Yeah. Um, yeah. But Montpellier... Will, when they beat Claremont at home. Yeah. Yeah. To qualify.
3: Yeah. <laughs> then they lost away at Toulon, didn't they? Did yeah. You
2: know? uh, <clears mind. throat> but yeah. Exeter uh yeah. chugging along. But yeah, it's, those, it's the French sides in the Irish provinces. And for English, for the Premiership, it is not not going particularly well. I think Northampton will qualify as
4: a runner-up. Well, yeah, because they should, now they've got Leicester out of the way, they should get two, yeah. probably two bonus point wins.
3: Yeah, I mean, it's not great for the English clubs at the moment, but ultimately there's always, there's going to be two pools where two English clubs beat each, beat each other up, and there's going to be a huge differential between the bottom and the top team, basically what you saw with Sale and Exeter mm.
4: this yeah.
3: week. And then that other pool, it makes it look it makes it look a lot worse, just because those two English teams are bloody bad. Actually, they're just bad teams.
4: Queens uh, ho- are better than Bath. Queens yeah, didn't have a great game this week. I mean, they they totally changed up their team. Tim, you, you were working there.
2: Let's talk about Quinns no. Ulster. Yeah, yeah. Did you, did you fall out with Gaston? Did you? Uh, no. I think he was understandably. Um. Frustrated at the outcome, mm-hmm. yeah, and so. But no, he always answers his. He also he always answers. He always fronts up and answers the questions. But I, I did have to kind of ask some probably questions that well he wouldn't want to, wouldn't have wanted to be in a position to so have to answer questions like is there a confidence uh, issue in this side when you look at the the form since March overall what is the form since March because, well don't you remember they were they were in the top two weren't they yeah they were in second spot. <clears throat> If you look since March, it's fallen off a cliff. Yeah, they've won, they've won twenty five percent of of their games in the Premiership and twenty five percent of their games in Europe. Who did Gustav bring with him when he went to Quinn's? Do You know, did he bring anyone? I
4: don't don't it's know.
2: Coddling, but obviously I, he's gone. I don't think it matters because it was. It's the same. It's the same lot. It's just if you look at the calendar year, the calendar year for Quins has been a horror show. Yep. Yeah. And I, I, right. So, if I said to you. How do Exeter play? How do Toulouse play? How do Leinster play? How do any any of these teams, how do they play? Oh. You, you could you could sort of in a sentence give an answer. Yeah. Couldn't you? Exeter, yeah. power game, territory, and when they get close to the line they just they're relentless. Often, they're they're often, possession. They're a possession team. And they often turn down points as well. Turn down points. Yeah. Because they back themselves to go for the corner yeah. and convert. And they're a a possession team. Whereas yeah. um you you'd go Munster are a massive defence team, they're they're Big gnarly pack. Yeah, yeah. Good set, good set piece. They're quite happy without the ball. Yeah, and then they've and then they're they're developing their game with Stephen Larkham as the attack coach. So you could describe it all. Harlequins. I don't know how to describe the way they play.
3: Oh, I, I, I mean badly. <laughs> the, uh, that's <laughs> I, I, where that's I, I, where you go. For it. I mean, they they mix and match those wings every week. Um, they don't seem to have much of a, much consistency with selection. But I can't I can't work yeah, out
4: the selections all over the place.
3: Yeah, I
2: can't work out.
3: Are they trying to be Saracens? or they trying to what
2: type of game they're trying I, to play? I think they've got an identity issue.
3: I, I think um, what's this? Gregor wants to basically be another Saracens without finding. I mean, they need to be Quins, and that and that is an issue. Um, they, you're right about the confidence, and they seem to be a bit soft. Or, or not soft, but they seem to give up. They not You can almost imagine being a Quins player when you get in that situation where you're winning or you're in a position to, to win, but you don't believe you're going to win. And inevitably, you will ship those points. You're waiting for it to come crashing down.
4: And that's what happened in this game. When Ulster scored... So, it wasn't a great first half, mm. uh, but Quinns were well in the well in the fight. Oh, they were the better but, team in the first half. Yeah, they were, they, the, better they, team. They were the better team, actually. Uh, but then as Ulster get that breakaway try from their own 22. Superb try. Yeah. Finished well by Cooney, uh, Faders and... Who else? Uh, yeah. Mm. Um, Fardes and Stockers and Billy Burns, who... Had a bloody tough, <laughs> tough night, did Billy Bird. How he
2: stayed on the field?
4: I could not believe he's... So small he's, as well, isn't he? Yeah. He's so there's small. There's nothing of him. When he's he, like Jermaine he Jennings if he worked out. <laughs> he made
2: that... Jermaine <laughs> Jennings, the man that managed to make that Kappa Tottenham shirt look yeah, like a baggy shirt. Down. The skin-tight yeah. shirt. <laughs> he had
4: cable ties on the Pathetic. arms. <laughs> um, yeah, that try sparked Ulster into life, but actually probably confirmed... Harlequins in their own mind they're doomed. they Yeah, just confirm what they were already thinking.
3: Oh, we're going to lose it at some
2: point yeah. anyway. Yeah. Through it And what was it um on, on the selection on, on what was it Paul Gustard said to the, to the press after the game he you know defending the decision he said it's 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 not an issue it's um it's it's irrelevant it's irrelevant um what, what kind of defensive pointing out for example Land, Landarho's got Got eighty something caps for Argentina. There is no difference. It's it's not. It's irrelevant. It is a difference, but it, but but it is a difference. Yeah, of course, there's yeah. difference. Yeah, Brett Heron is say? a different. Like he, he Brett Heron not is it. not Marcus Smith. Yeah, no. And there is no, there is no. I don't. I, I understand saying if you'd said, yes, we've got to have half an eye on the league because yeah. it's looking dicey to qualify in Europe. Yeah, I guess it just people are going to ask those questions if you say no, oh, we're going for it. We're, we're we're trying to qualify. We're putting out the we putting out the best team we but can. But do they qualify. have to say
3: that? I mean, like, legally they have to say it. I don't think they do. No, because there's a, a regulation for ER, ERPC which uh. says you've got to put out your strongest team. So, do you remember when Saracens... We were kind of speculating what Saracens going to do with their players. Um, they were automatically referred to ER, uh, ERPC or, or, or whatever the hell they are. Yeah, thank you, Tim. Um, uh, yeah, so they were all... Yeah, they they were already being looked at for not fielding the strongest team.
4: But then what happened to Saracens last week? Because that definitely wasn't their strongest
2: team.
3: I don't know. It's one of those. It's one of those things to make sure that the competition remains relevant. You've always got to field your strongest team. That is a regulation, and
2: that's a subjective measure anyway. Yeah, exactly. yeah.
3: But it's to make sure people don't really, you know.
2: Yeah, I mean, I'd I'd
4: like to see how Saracens got round it last week. If that if that is a regulation, and if it's enforced, then how did Saracens get round it last week?
3: Who knows.
2: Yeah, there's, there's issues at Quinn's. It's, I, I, I can They do spend a lot of time
3: doing stupid stuff, don't they? <laughs> like, what do you mean? I, I, well, like flying Apaches into the training ground or, you know, getting a bear statue carved or, you know, just...
2: Was that, so was that actually
3: a thing? Did we get to do it? they, had, have that they have a bear.
4: They had a stuffed bear, didn't they? Or some kind of bear.
3: I think so. I don't know if that was rumour or not. A man in actually, a bear they costume. They definitely had Apache attack Yeah, they definitely had that. Fly in to the training base. But that, it's very
4: cool. That's, the, a, that's a Saracens kind of thing to do. It would strike yeah, that's me. that's fine if you're Saracens, If you're Saracens. You know,
3: if, you, if your line-outs are on point for this week, <laughs> by all means, play with the Apaches. Right? <laughs> if they're not, keep the helicopters away. <laughs> that's what I would say. They do all sorts of stuff, stuff like that.
4: This was this was a very good win for Ulster. Yeah. Quinn didn't. They played better in the first half. They didn't play well at all in the second half. But Ulster did, and Ulster their backline sparked and they they exploited that poor Quinn's performance.
3: I've just a thought of something. Sorry, this is changing it completely. Do you mind if I just change the no, no no completely? Let's talk about my beloved Ulster. Yeah, in in a minute, Phil. Right. Uh, so I was flicking through Twitter today. And amazingly, Mark Flanagan, who used to do a podcast from down here, uh, he's a player for, Salford, for Salford, C- Salford Red Devils, or whatever they're called now, Salf- yeah, Salford City Reds, Salford City Reds thank, th- thank you very much, linked in to a programme on Channel 4, and it's about a comedian whose lifelong goal was to be a professional rugby, rugby league player. So, I don't know who this guy is, he half a million, uh, half a million Twitter followers, and he's gone to train full-time rugby league for a programme. And I can't remember. What, uh, I think it's called "Take the Legs" or something. So it's not quite what we what we talk about. But that's a fascinating <laughs> that's a fascinating concept. And it, what sparked that? Yeah, it is. Well, what what spots does that relate? Uh, oh, just, just because Quins are doing weird things. Oh, okay. Well, that'd, uh, be, okay. that'd be super Quinzy to have a a comedian on staff. Yeah, I mean, I mean they've got fifteen, but you know, having an extra comedian. <laughs>
4: so I I did I loved when they brought in Sean Dais. Oh yeah, that's that's another. That was that was
3: bloody good because of um, James Chisholm. James Chisholm. Yeah. I wonder, I wonder how good I could I could get at rugby if I had two weeks full or or what (laughs) difference (laughs) two weeks weeks full time training with with a professional outfit
4: probably not (laughs) at all. Yeah, two weeks you you need a few years probably. No, you'd
3: see an improvement. I'd. say. Oh, you'd see an improvement. I mean, I'm not saying I'm gonna start for sale I'm just saying how much better would I be after
2: yeah you'd be, think, you'd be better if you tactically pretended you had a pulled hamstring on the Tuesday contact session yes get the hell out of yeah get I'd, the hell out of no, dodge no. there that,
3: I'd, I'd, defi- I'd definitely do the whole thing I'd do, the, do the whole thing and, and also the um,
2: can you imagine what it's like being hit by someone who can run 100 metres in 11 seconds and deadlift 300 k's
3: you, know, you always think there's like nowhere to there's nowhere to escape is there like you know, in level eight, you right, you could be stronger than someone, you could be faster than someone. This, you, know, you can escape. You can't escape. You can't escape their worst player on their worst day. <laughs> you're gonna get <laughs> smashed. <laughs> yeah, hit the deck. Present long. Get back up.
4: <laughs> Fetal position.
3: <laughs> yeah. Pass the ball. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. I wonder if should, I'll do a week at sale and I'll, I'll get that.
4: <laughs> I'd love to see that. actually Which, which Let's who see, would you be like it-
3: to see do a week in a rugby club? Celeb. Yeah. How a celebrity uh, literally get me out of here?
2: Anyone that is regarded—I don't really watch f- much football now, so I don't know who is regarded as a football hard man. But whoever is regarded as a as a as <laughs> a Dennis football's Price. hard man, I'd like to see. Yeah, <laughs> I'd like to see them. There. Roy, Keane. D- yeah. Roy Keane. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'd, I'd quite like that.
3: Uh, I, I, I actually thinking about it now, I do not think you'd get get better because if if I joined Saracens today, they wouldn't be doing much fitness. They wouldn't be doing much lifting. They'd be in game mode. And there would just be run-throughs and you'd look hopelessly out of place. Yeah. You you wouldn't learn a thing, probably. Because you're not doing drills, are you?
4: Yeah. The the handling drills, like the warm-up drills is probably where you'd get... Yeah, you When they're warming up, that's probably your biggest learning opportunity. Yeah, there's
3: quite a lot of standing around in professional rugby, too. No, just standing around. Because the first team are working. So shut your mouth and watch.
2: Yeah, yeah. Um, Dan McFarlane's impressing me more and more and more. And I was actually most impressed by him. He's clearly... Very, very comfortable in his skin in in season number two he's got a good thing going mm. it. clearly, you can see from the results that Ulster are grinding out wins even when they're not playing brilliantly yeah that, that's an indication of a of a team that's really together mm. yeah but did, i don't know if you saw him in the pre match interview I did with him yes so my I did. Qu- my question was um mm. last week you met you mentioned Dan a pro- oh, that you that it's you it's were you were inconsistent, and yeah, and that things needed to improve, <laughs> so what are you hoping for and he said. Consistency. <laughs> he could have quite legitimately left me hanging, it and it would have been hilarious. I
4: thought I, I thought he was going to because he, he did, took a beat. He, he took there a There was a
2: pregnant pause there. There was a pregnant pause there, and I was smiling at the time. I, I smiled and thought, <laughs> oh, you've done me there brilliantly." And he went on and, and changed changed it. But um, I just think, what's your immediate follow up? Do you go? Do you go with? Um, tell me more about that. <laughs> <laughs> I I was I was thinking I. I it, you saw, your mind works about a thousand miles an hour I probably would have gone I, de- I deserve that uh, and <laughs> yeah, tell me more <laughs> next, great, yeah, next yeah, yeah. question the,
3: the worst one is in the press room um, in, and a journalist starts asking questions but he asks it in such a long winded rambling way you don't actually know what the it ends up as a statement and then with a question mark at the end which yeah. is the worst yeah,
2: almost showing off their own yeah opinion or that they know something yeah which yeah. is not the point of that. that's, that's not that's up, not the job
3: they get lost i think they want to ask something but they don't re- just ask the damn question what is yeah. it that you want to ask they
4: try and put too much context yeah yeah tim i've just noticed you must have been working bloody hard this weekend your th- the thumb on your mic hands cut
2: wow oh, that, no, that's 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 from doing uh clean <laughs> that's from doing cleans clean what,
3: what what with a mic
2: <laughs> <laughs> you've got to be in right. good shape to, to hold those mics <laughs> No, that's that's one thing. Paul Gustard clocked that. He's Did obviously he? a man who lifts. He went crossfit. You've you been lifting, went, yeah, <laughs> yeah, bro. Yeah, bro? bro. Yeah, pretty. pretty like I said I was, I was just working on my pathetic cleans, <laughs> and he went, "Oh, deadlift and back, all you need. Deadlift and <laughs> yeah. back. Uh, no, 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 no. He said bench and back. Just, <laughs> bench. Just do bench and back. <laughs> just some beach weights.
3: <laughs> we might be getting to the nub of Harlequin's problems here. <laughs> <laughs> he's a big
4: bloke, Gustard. Easy, he? is he? Yeah. yeah. I thought he's more like I athletic,
3: like. I thought he was, like, more cycly. Psych. Oh, he was, a, he
4: was a flanker, wasn't
3: he? Yeah, yeah, he was, yeah, but I thought rope. he did that thing. Do you know like, some players get lean and... No,
4: I reckon I he's... He's not. still... Yeah, no, he's, he's leaner beat. than when he was playing, so but...
2: What about in, in, in a, if there was a DOR, if it all kicked off, like Royal Rumble DOR, I, he, I think he'd be close to... Top dog. Top dog. I reckon. Da, yeah, yeah Day da da Young is... Day Young is... Steve, Steve Downs was winning the thing.
4: Though. No one's getting Day Young over the top rope. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good
3: point. Um, yeah, so, at Tok H, one of our coaches... Used to play at Saracens, also used to play at Wasps. Tight head prop, same intake as David David Flatman in in the Saracens academy. Oh. What, what shape do you think he's in now?
4: Oh, some of the props like Roundtree lost a load of weight, hasn't he? Phil Vickery yeah. lost a load of weight. Uh, is he what, something like fourteen stone? Yeah, exactly right. Is fourteen it?
3: stone personal trainer. You'd never wow. ever guess that he played top level mm. professional rugby at tight head prop. You'd just never guess. Just in great shape.
4: So I was chatting to our new um, HR HC, H- H- we call it um, H- human resources. Oh, they, director. they need to talk to you.
2: They need to talk to you again about your conduct. <laughs> no, t- <laughs> I'm talking Christmas the- party. <laughs> oh, uh, Philip's Christmas uh, party again. Uh, about <laughs> his podcast. I, I just had a few drink, a few
4: Negronis before the Christmas party. Um, I was talking to her, so I didn't know her background, um, and she said she used to be a um, professional shot putter. And oh she God. said, she said she used to be twenty stone. I was like, bloody hell! I simply could not believe. She's quite um, in, she, in good. I'll be very careful what I say. <laughs> she's a, a slim woman, but you could tell she's got quite um, quite broad shoulders. But yeah, she, when she said I used to be twenty stone, I was like, wow, That's amazing! Isn't it? That is impressive.
3: There you go. Yes,
4: and there's so, the old
2: player that goes the other way, Serge Blanco, and. Yes, and like, yes. Who is Blanco?
3: Who is yeah, the most? No, that, that that's a cool one. We'll, we'll we'll No, no. no, no oh. he's,
2: he's, I mean, if you we'll had if you had South- unlimited access yeah. to foie gras and cheese and, the good yeah. and wine, red, red wine. Yeah, we'll,
3: we'll talk about players that let themselves go off mic, shall we?
4: There's, there's one who's not a rugby player, um, mm. a footballer who Maradona. I, I saw again. Maradona's a good one. Neville Southall. Oh my word! So, do you want he, to He's, the, in the, he's in the, unbelievable the shape. about
3: Neville Southall. This will blow your mind, though. Go on. Neville Southall is from Planted no, where where I'm from. Were, were you aware of that? Yeah, I think I, he, I knew he was North Whelan, yeah. Does he know your old man? He does know my dad. Do you know why he knows my dad? I do know well, Your dad's his financial advisor? No, my dad is not his financial I advisor. Mean, he might have been at some point, but he's not. My dad races pigeons, and Neville Southall loves pigeons and used to come round and watch <laughs> pigeons. <laughs> and now he's a hardcore <laughs> Labour Party <policy> activist. <laughs> so, yeah, Neville Southall used to be around, let's say. A couple of you know, quite I, like quite often, and I that's think, when he's playing for Everton. Pigeon fancier, pigeon fancier, pigeon fancier. yeah. I wouldn't say Neville Tuttle's a pigeon fancier. His his brother-in-law at the time was my dad's pigeon partner. So, there, so, so there you go. My uh, look uh, very nor- look very northern working class. That's great. There. That's
2: like um, Johnny May. Mum's an author. Yeah. Uh, oh, no, 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 no. Nick Kennedy. Yeah, Kennedy's mum's mom, an author. Mum's an
4: author. My my mum used to babysit. Since we're talking about footballers from uh-huh. Liverpool, um, my mum used to babysit Mark Lawrence. He's from Penwitham. Really, Mark, sorry, Matt Mark Lawrence. Matt Mark Lawrence.
2: Matt Lawrence. Yeah. yeah.
3: There, 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 there. we go. Famous connections everywhere.
2: Yeah. I don't have any connections to any football. <laughs> None. No. I used to no. Uh, no. When I used to go to someone in Portsmouth, some family in Portsmouth that I used to stay with used to used to have one a Portsmouth player, young player who I think went on to do quite well. I don't know what player he is. Brilliant. S- staying in there. Rib- <laughs> Doesn't matter. It's, no, it's not I as good as, Primus. as... I was trying to join in. I don't really have one. You feel left
4: out now, Tim. Yeah, I'm Sorry. fine. Sorry, Tim. You're hobnobbing it with Ruby royalty. Yeah, really. exactly. You, exactly. exactly. You don't need to worry about that.
2: Yeah, speaking of which, what else what else we got on the agenda? So, the pools that we've not really touched on are the games that we've not touched from Gloucester's game. Oh, well, we should just mention Ulster as well. Sorry, yeah, before, yeah. Before, we, before we move off that. Because well, Quinn's, like you say, a good first half. Yeah. I mean, you can look now and say strange selection. If they were going for the win, you can understand. Yeah, you can I'm, understand I'm the selection. With the sl- I'm fine. I'm fine with, I'm fine with, with the it. You've yeah. got you've got to be able to trust your squad, and they, yeah. they are spinning several different plates.
4: <clears throat> yeah, but Ulster, but Ulster, Ulster, and in particular John Cooney, who has just been different gravy this season. He's been oh, so so good. Four tries in four games. Two. Oh, five and five Is four. it five and four. He's got two on Friday. Yeah, two in this game. Scored in every scored round. in every game. I yeah. only yeah.
3: ever hear good, good, good things about John Cooney.
4: And he takes he takes a lot of the headlines because his kicking is very good as well. Mm. Like the pressure on him to win the game last week was immense.
3: How much money do you think Claremont are eventually going to throw at John Cooney? <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a lot. I, he he is he's a French he's a French general. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. But he, he's rapid and quick and like pops Throw. up in the right place. Yeah, how, yeah. You, how much do you think, because I can imagine he must have been absolutely devastated to miss out on the World Cup. Yeah. Do you think this is an example of someone dealing with that disappointment, channeling it into a really big pre-season and saying, rolling the sleeves up, I'm going to show you. I think there's an element of that. Yeah, definitely.
4: There's an extended pre-season and those who will have wanted to make the most of it will have done. So I think there's an element of that. I think there is an element of him just getting used to the team around him. Mm. So they
3: are all growing as a bunch, aren't they? Second year, they up, are. A good first fifteen, regardless of what's below the surface. Good first fifteen, and actually they don't but seem that bad below the surface. But getting used to Billy Burns, getting mm.
4: used to McFarland, getting used to here, who's back in the squad. The pack's looking better. The front row's looking better. There is some depth and options for the front row. So the whole, t- the whole team, the whole squad is looking better. And Cooney. He's just, yeah. He's getting more accustomed to the way that that team plays. And Mm. Billy Burns, uh, we said it before. I was absolutely astonished that he didn't go off after thirty seconds when Dom Brandt plowed through. Yeah, he looked in serious pain, and for the first ten minutes he was struggling. I I really thought he was going to go off, but then after that he made the the break for that um, first Cooney try, Mm. and he was because the first ten minutes he was. His arm wasn't right, so he was taking everything a few yards further back to give himself a bit more time to get the pass in, and not taking anything to the line, which is one of the things he does best. And that after that, he, he grew into the game and took everything to the line. He, he, he impressed me particularly the second half.
0: Hmm. Can so, yeah, they win the we,
4: thing? No. No. Can they so get the, semis? So they can get semis if they get a home semi-final a home quarter-final if they final? don't if they don't get a home quarter final they they won't make it out the they they've got to be at home to win that quarter final and that's the problem because it means they've got to go to claremont and win so claremont have won claremont have lost a game but because they've picked up bonus points they are only one point behind ulster yeah so ulster basically have to win in claremont to make it out of the the quarter finals yeah. which is not going to happen
3: right claremont destroyed bath today so yeah. first thing first things first what are Bath doing, dressing up like Claremont's I Claremont? I know, that was weird. What on earth are you
4: thinking? That was weird. Was that's it? The, that's a European I kit.
3: Wear a different one. <laughs> <laughs> like, wear your kit. But, yeah, the,
4: Claremont in yellow and Bath, Bath in their home strip is a, is a beautiful, is gorgeous it's, it's awesome. That's I, how I'd European ruby should the be. the
3: psychopaths that come up with these, <laughs> with these kit clashes. I mean, it's just ridiculous. But, okay, fine, that happened. Yeah, yeah well, European kits
2: generally just need to go... Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, it's just I, I, it's all kinds but of bad. Uh,
3: there's only one European kit of notes, well, well, recently I'd say, which is which has been decent, and that's Cell Shark's white one. It was gorgeous. <laughs> Everything else. Is,
4: is Saracen's red one Europe? Or did they have a blue one a couple of years ago? Oh, they, they, they had a blue Europe That was
2: rubbish. Um, uh, well, it, I mean, it was, it was an but, okay yeah. kit, but it's just plain red or black. Oh, but, yeah. no, but, by the way,
3: Leinster, do you remember their purple kit? Horrific. Well, Exeter's... Lilac kit is yeah, horrific. Or, or, yeah, yeah, but that's different. Is Harlequins? All all <laughs>
4: <laughs>
3: I mean, just I, I, I'm okay with extra wearing disgusting kits as part of their makeup, though. But uh, everyone else, <laughs> no. I mean, the 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 Leinster one, the marketing bump to go with it was something like it's the hue of the the electric hue of the city on a mask. Yeah, day. that's no, right. It's no, not. no yeah. it's not. No, not. Yeah,
4: yeah. Grow up, um, but Claremont in that first twenty minutes, they were well the whole game. But that first 20 minutes, bonus point after 20 minutes.
3: Oh, Bath were pathetic. I mean, there's no other way to put it, is As a, don't care about your availabilities. Don't care about your injuries. Don't care about any any of that. There was no heart there. Uh, they're, you know, they're badly led. They look like they're not particularly well coached. Um, just the whole thing's an absolute shambles. Bath as a city deserves better than that product that they're putting out. It's not good enough to say, yeah, well, Stuart Hooper's going to need time.
2: Um, yeah, I, I uh, we, we, we talked about this lows last week, but, I, I'm, but they got battered again. I'm, I maintain they've got bigger issues, more fundamental, and you can't pin it on a guy, just one person. Like I'll take him out, put someone else in, and it'll all be solved. Rubbish. Well, I, they built it wrong. I mean, it's not his well, fault. I'm, I'm with you on that. I think maybe it's his and m- fault. maybe yeah, yeah, um, they're, they're in a pickle.
3: Yeah, it's definitely not just his fault. I mean he is glo- he is globally significant but it's not ju- and i, I I'm, I'm with that but the end result is not good enough I can't, I can't understand why you know why anyone or why any bath fan would settle for what they put out today it was ridiculous it was
4: not good no they their rolling mall tries they took quite well i'm looking for positives here for bath and that's that's a foundation to be able to go and do that score a couple of rolling mall tries in, in Claremont against that pack that's they're going to need that in the and, league.
2: And the caveat that there's a lot of players still injured unavailable. No, like, everyone
3: has that. At some point, you have got to say, "Yeah, that's no
2: longer I, an excuse." Is it? No, 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 I'm not. I'm not saying it's an excuse. I'm, I'm just saying that there is a if and when Bath ever get the majority of their players available again, then then I think we can give them a pro- we can judge them properly. No, Anthony Watson. Think, like, Anthony Watson's off the radar again. And, um, yeah, but injuries are part of the game. oh right? no, no and, and of and the course. The way you construct your, of your squad, and the way you construct your squad is important. And mm-hmm. I get that. And this is kind of
3: this is that's ex- exactly why it's not all Strit Hooper's fault. Yeah, because he didn't. He did not construct that squad. Yeah, he did not construct that squad. Quite, so, absolutely. I
4: mean, there are question marks over who did construct that squad. Yes, it wasn't. It wasn't. Well, it wasn't I, a mean,
3: I guess the upshot of it is, it's going to make the Leicester Bath Derby competitive, which is nice. <laughs> it's nice to think think of the fans.
4: Relegation ball.
3: Yeah, are they one and two for relegation?
4: Uh, don't oh, Saracens, know. Of course. Yeah, Saracens. Quinn's, it's like
3: Quins, Bath, and Leicester.
4: Wasps, should, wasps down there.
3: Yeah, I mean, doing a rugby podcast, I should really know these things. It's wasps
2: and Leicester.
4: It is Saracens on minus eighteen, Leicester on four. Wasps on five, Bath on eight, Quinn's on ten.
2: Wow, it's
3: big clubs there. And
4: then Gloucester only on eleven points. And Gloucester,
2: pardon my French, shut the bed.
4: Oh my god, you're you've got there's four minutes left on the clock. You're eleven points up. How do you how do you snatch defeat from the jaws of victory there? And fair play, <sighs> fair play to Connacht.
3: It's a difficult one for Gloucester because I do think they're going broadly the right direction oh, the they, last,
4: they, they are but there's been some there's been some odd yeah, last results couple, this season last
2: couple of months yeah they've just not it's got a hint it, of quins about it well it's, it's got a hint of no it's, I'll tell you what it's got it's got a hint of classic Gloucester the last yeah. five years mm. which appeared they'd really turned a corner and it was different I thought, I thought this
4: could be their year I re- I really thought it for the first few weeks I thought it don't know too many players for the World Cup love Ackerman they've got Big, powerful pack. Cipriani pulling the strings. And then it's just... Not really happened, has it? They've got talented outside backs. Thorley and Lewis rees summit, who's rapid in that offload. And which the ball they've got. I
3: mean, when, you know, when Freddie Clark doesn't really get near a near yeah. starting team...
2: Pledgery, pretty, not been starting. Yeah. Brilliant. But, We've talked before about Cipriani, is there something going on yeah. in the background concerning his future and him, and you know the, the disappointment of the World Cup that might there might be a hangover from that or a consequence of that? But the other one is Willie Hines, massive, yeah. massive. You're right; team.
4: He, he was very important for them so, last year.
3: Do you know Simpson was on a one-year deal there? Was he? Yeah, well, well he's literally just signed he's just, he's, uh, yeah. an extension. Uh, okay. So oh, Okay, so they brought him in on one year. They deal. brought him in on one year deal. That's a weird. All
4: right. yeah. well, he's thirty-one,
3: isn't he?
2: I think when you, I think. And
3: that's okay. I would I do want a two-year deal.
2: sure well, of course, he'd want a two-year deal. I'm, but sure,
3: I'm sure someone would. I mean, he's a he's a bloody good player. And lost as soon. Showed out for so, showed yeah. out for that uh, second year.
4: Well,
2: well, yeah. you know? well that's. Arguably, that's a good way to do it. Then. Mm, don't know. There was. Do you know? There was. Know, it seems to have wor- It seems to work for but him. It, yeah. It has, it has. yeah, yeah, yeah. But if he got injured, it wouldn't
3: work for him. It would not work for
4: him. No, it wouldn't work for No, it wouldn't work for him.
2: Yeah. But I'm sure he had. Well, no, I. Well, I would probably suggest. He didn't have loads of different choices.
3: So, there was speculation. Remember when James Haskell was looking for a club, and he only signed with Northampton very, very late on in the day? Yeah. There's speculation that he might sit out, and, and this did not come from him, I'm sure. Or it might have. I don't know. But keep match fit, and then in midway through the season, when someone needs yeah, injury medical, cover... Yeah, medical drill cover. Yeah, because allegedly this is a thing in the in the NFL. If you sit sit out and you're fit, but you're not on a team, but you're a, you're a veteran player, you're 33 years old, you might not last a season... But coming into that playoff stretch, maybe you need that old head. I guess like kind of Blair Cowan did.
2: Andy Goode.
3: Andy Goode, yeah. Good, and, yeah. Andy Goode, just keep fit, and then you can make uh, a load of money for less <laughs> games later on in the season. Keep fit. Yeah, keep okay. Fit. Keep effective. Keep, yeah, yeah, keep, keep effective. Keep very effective. Yeah,
4: keep sharp. Yeah. Did anyone else think it was weird that uh, Robin Copeland came off the bench wearing number 23? No. I, never I was thought like, that. why has that winger got strike? Because he, he scored his, his try, the winning try, when he was... Well, running in the thirteen channel, I was hmm. like, "Why the hell that, that winger got tape round his head and tape on his thighs?" So I looked up to who twenty three is. Oh, Robin Copeland. Why, well, is, he wearing, well, why is he wearing number twenty three? French uh, French teams do that, don't they? They normally do their reserve tight head prop. That's right. As hmm. twenty three, well, certainly some teams do that
2: because that the extra front row. Yeah, it was 22. that was added yeah. as the seventh. Replacement. Eight, eight, they just eight, made that number twenty three. So correct. Yes. Yeah. So it was sixteen, seventeen, eight, uh, sixteen,
4: seventeen, twenty three. Uh. Yeah. 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 Um. But yeah, I, I just, no idea why there, there might have been something in in comms about it, but um. Yeah. It, maybe Weird it was one. like
2: you know there was I I know. Clubs I've played at before, they, they sort of get an assortment of shirts and might just be the yeah, one that's you the know, right I, size. I
3: literally have no idea what the sub-numbers are. No oh, idea. What? S- 16 hooker, 17, 17 loose head, head 18, 18, 18 tight 18 head.
2: 19 second row slash back row, 20, 20 second maybe, row a slash, maybe a back yeah. row, um, Yeah, more likely back row, Yeah, 21 scrum half, 20 22 them, utility back slash fly half, yeah. 23 outside back.
3: I, Unless you're going on a never six. in a million years know that what I, don't, I just don't know it I've, I've never never I've never even deemed it important frankly uh, okay I you know am surprised know. that subs even have num- numbers <laughs> just bring on yeah in bring fact, on the next one yeah, yeah bring,
4: bring on, on the next concussion
3: boy get me a concussion boy <laughs> we need to save the starting hooker for another time. <laughs> uh, okay.
4: yeah I, I do I'm, I'm a bit nerdy looking at six two splits and all the rest of it. so it was a six two split it's just. So they had two back rows on the bench. Just one of them happened to be wearing twenty-three rather than. I'm a big uh,
3: twenty-one, big believer in the in 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 the six-two. I'd probably go uh, seven-one if I seven-seven-one.
4: Who would be? Who's your one? So you have got to have a back a utility back that can play every. Well, position.
2: you see, I, and this yeah, you're right. That that's a good question because when they they used to be four. Probably when you played like national one. Yeah, um, we would. There was four really four. The, four replacements, and that's why it was quite. I used to mm. get. I used to get. More oh, game time because I could go back row, row yeah. and and hooker. Yeah, That's
3: exactly what I did. I basically played whatever position there wasn't anyone there. <laughs> yeah,
2: well, you
4: do play yeah. pretty much yeah. any position.
2: But but yeah, if you had to have one back, just one back, someone that can do Henry Slade. Henry Slade. Uh, Slade, would be,
3: Slade would be good. Um,
2: uh,
4: good Alex, Alex Goud. Intermac. Intermac would be good. You want someone who can
3: play scrum half and fly half. Cooney can uh, uh, is your boy there. Yeah. As is, A, as is AJ. Yeah, uh, yeah. But Laid law, Reese Webb, Parra. but you don't really want AJ stuck in an outside it's, channel, to put it mildly. Yeah.
2: Um, or, or is there a forward that you could have as your seventh player who could also do a job oh, as an like auxiliary Epidiole back? Back in the day, someone
4: like
3: Sam Skinner or oh, uh, Botier. Botier would be.
4: Yeah. Bottier's yeah, a good
2: idea. That's a great shout.
3: D- 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 does you also do a bit of that? Good back row and centre.
4: There was. I'm trying to think. There was a f- player who plays for a French team who start, who's normally a back row who started on the wing. I want to say it was the Stade Français flanker, not Yato playing for Clermont. Um, I, I, Honestly, I don't know, but Yato would be pretty dangerous in the
2: outside channel. Yes, yes, he would be. He'd be. He, he's pretty dangerous wherever he is. Yeah, it used to be. Uh, also, at the same time, it was four subs. Was the time when there was loads of people transferring their number eight to be wingers. Yeah. Oh yeah. After, yeah. after everyone Lobo.
3: did that, everyone did. Oh uh, well, yeah. talking of flexible players. Sale had three men. Th- Three different players throw into the lineup, which is very very rare.
4: Did they? Yep. Can you name? Whiteless uh, Lang- Neil
2: Cam Neil. Yep. Cam, yeah, Cam Neil and Langdon and and, and whoever the, the guy that came on. Acker. And, was it Acker?
3: Yeah. Cam had one lineup throw and was
2: removed immediately, which is a shame. Is there is there any team in top flight rugby? Because there's no law that says the hook has to throw in. Is there any oh. team that has like a flanker throwing in? Because I remember France used to do that in the eighties. Not a flanker. Wingers used to throw in. I've, pl- I've played... Oh, um, Pierre Berbizier, the French scrum half, used to throw in at the line-out. Oh, really? I'm, pretty, I'm pretty sure.
3: It, it is one of those mysteries why you don't get the best throwers to throw in. Rather than <laughs> no, throw no a hooker. Because hooker.
4: Well, hooker is generally the shortest player. Not not always these days, but historically
3: is the, yeah, the but, shortest I mean, forward. Now the criteria for throwing the ball in is that you stand in the middle of the scrum. Yeah. So therefore you must be able to throw it. the oh, the, ball.
2: R- r- the great days of rugby when, when you'd have a, a six foot eight, Australian lock kicking sticks yeah, yeah. and Backing a uh, it, was it was better
3: in our
4: day and a 5, and a
2: five oh. foot 6 French scrum half thrown in a the line out oh. I, I played um,
4: so um, for most of the season just because of injuries where our starting hooker played most of the season at 6 but was still throwing in with mm. 6 on his back because the replacement hooker was a better scrimmager so You packed
3: down at 6 I guess the more weird scenario is not back rows that can throw in because they're fairly you know you can find them throwing yep. in is dead easy so for instance Cam Neal went from back row hooker today threw in it's finding hookers that can jump because in reality when you're running a line out you need two jumping back row two jump, uh, two jumping locks M- ideally you need three ju- ju- jumping back row so you couldn't really have Acker, man, uh, Acker van der on the flank as good as he is you're and not- as amazing as he'd be as at, a at, at flanker because he's got to jump
4: Jamie George is not jumping
3: Jamie George is not jumping those,
4: those short arms
3: Tom nowhere. Dunn probably isn't probably uh, isn't jumping. Yeah, very few of them can uh, can jump. Cam probably could. Who? Sorry, Cam Neal probably could. Probably. Uh, yeah, because
4: he played back row. Even Thacker, who's probably light, he's light enough to be lifted, and he's explosive, but short and short arms.
3: Yeah, and dense. Yeah, very incredibly dense. 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 Very muscular. Yeah. Hmm. There we go. Ponder that one. Any other games to talk about this week? Uh, Bristol won away, which I quite like. I know. Uh, uh, be better. Be
2: better, and then you get talked about. <laughs> but they are getting better. I mean, they're. Be, they... Well, be better, and then you get talked about in context of European results. Ben, uh, Benetton won.
3: Benetton beat Yeah. Uh, and I think that's
4: it. That's kind of it for the Champions. League, oh, um, Glasgow. We kind of touched on it, but Glasgow, what are you doing? Mm. Uh, hmm. uh, there's two things about this. One, so they scored after about 15 minutes and then did nothing until the 80th minute when they scored a try, but Matt uh, Faggerson um, ran into Danny Preso with a leading forearm elbow um, and it got called back and Wayne Brown's probably correctly, in line with the laws, sent him off and disallowed the try. So to, to Glasgow losing yeah. at home to a team who were basically out of the competition. Big. That is not good for Glasgow.
3: Yep, that is not good. Um, so I'm quite excited. Oh yeah, yeah, very excited. Yeah, we've got three weeks of Premiership back to back, back to back to back. My favourite competition, including internationals. It's the
2: most rugbyest time of the year, indeed.
4: So, and this is this is a a really important period because it you will start to see the table taking shape, and you could actually see in three weeks' time, Saracens could be seven points behind Leicester, eight points behind Wasps.
3: It's They're possible. Coming. They're coming.
4: They are coming.
3: Well are Tigers going to a Tiger's gonna pick a win in the next three.
2: Well let's, let's let's look at this let's look at this weekend. Just go through that. So Friday night, the live game on BT Sport is Gloucester against
3: Worcester. I can genuinely see Worcester winning this. Gloucester have got to got right. to correct. Gloucester will be favourites, but I honestly see Worcester showing up. They've had two two weeks off effectively. Um Gloucester have been in some hard games, some heartbreaking games too. Yeah. Worcester are good. Worcester are really, really good. you calling
2: a Worcester win this weekend? Oh,
3: not brave enough. I think Gloucester will do it by three. Yeah, I think Gloucester will win. I think Gloucester will win.
2: Yeah. Uh, by the way, Leinster against Ulster is the inter-province um, matches over this period. That'll be a big one. Oh, yeah, well, the 1847 so, Cup as well.
3: Yeah. Yep. So the IRFU welfare policy means that the one of these games has to be thrown, basically. I say thrown. That's when the welfare policy kicks in. So this is one of the great shames of rugby. It could land on a Leinster, on a Leinster-Munster game. So everyone co- goes home to Ireland uh, to watch their beloved Leinster-Munster. It sells out and probably, being honest, probably one of the best club rugby occasions on the planet. Yeah. And yet the, the welfare policy could could well ruin it. I don't know what the selections are yet, but one of the, they, they will, well, they will basically throw one of those games. You would it, imagine if you before. were being
2: sensible, Ulster would, would rotate for this game. Leinster can still rotate and they'll have a great team anyway. Yeah. They will, yeah. It doesn't really
3: matter too much.
2: So when you've got fifty internationals in your squad.
3: Yeah. Um yeah, but it's just weird that they throw that one and the welfare policy doesn't say actually rest them against Zebra. <laughs>
4: <Yeah. laughs>
2: or Cheetahs Dragons. Yeah. Um so Saturday games. Yeah four three PM kickoffs. The live game is at Wilford Road where Leicester Host Exeter. Can anyone see Leicester getting a point out of that? who
4: uh, are they playing? Exeter. Exeter. No, I don't. No, yeah. I do. you don't see them getting even a even a losing bonus point. At home to Exeter. No, I I think this is gonna be four or five to nil um Exeter. Four or five league points. I think Exeter will win. Um uh, Sale host
3: Northampton. Saints. Uh Sale host Northampton. I mean Northampton have been on some bruising results. But yeah. they're also flipping good at rugby. They are good. Uh I think they've got the brand of rugby that could trouble Sale.
4: Conditions won't be great, you would imagine.
3: Yeah. AJ Bell's a perfect pitch.
4: Perfect pitch. Uh, might be a bit windy, a bit wet.
2: No. I, I mean, <laughs> no, I mean, no, really no wind and no rain at the, eight, no eight, no at wind, the AJ no rain. <laughs> I think this is really hard to call. I can see Sale winning at home. Yeah. Uh,
3: I am going to go with a Northampton victory, I think.
2: Sale so, so did change up their squad for
4: this week, didn't they? Yeah. They rested a few well, people. Well, they've also got a huge... They have, they got I mean, Dan
3: Dupree is out... Uh, Beaumont's out, Lou Diego's out. Not that we've ever se- not that we've seen him yet, but he is out. How come Wilson's not playing? Uh, still getting fit. Uh, have I told you that I've encountered Wilson in the in the lunch hall at Sale? In the flesh. In the flesh. The guy's got the muscle tone of a chimpanzee. Like he is unbelievably muscular. Yeah. He is unbelie. He's just an absolute specimen. Did you see? There was a video over the summer with the England
4: squad where he's on a walk bike and he's. Oh, oh, yeah. oh my. God. Oh, the angles on his triceps. Yeah. Incredible.
3: Yeah, yeah that's exactly what, that's precisely it's, what he looks like. Yeah. Precisely. And I think he's nearly fit, which is going to be one hell of a dilemma. I mean, I know we've still got this before, but we've never actually... I remember, I remember
2: that video of him on the Watt bike. Do you know in in Rocky IV when Dolph Lundgren's doing, they do the montage, and he's, Dolph Lundgren's running on that um, treadmill that's going higher and higher. Yeah. And he's giving it all the... <laughs> Mark Wilson was like that yeah <laughs> some
4: good facials
2: good, good yeah. Uh so yeah I, well, I'm going to go for a, a, a narrow sail win I'm, I'm going to go with you I think that
3: Northampton o- play Brandon brand of rugby it's going to be a night of Sale. I don't think I mean can you imagine Marlon Yard exposed on a sail wing with Procter and Co running towards him no. Proctor and Nairo oh my good god <sighs>
2: Saracens-Bristol Ooh, this should be a tasty game.
4: Uh, so, Sar- I think Saracens will win. I yes. think they'll go f-
2: full bore. Yeah.
3: Full borg. Full yep. borg. Yeah.
2: Wasps, quins. This is an interesting one. At yeah. The
3: wasps, quins, the rico. Hmm, interesting. Uh, I mean, wasps are not very good. Quins are... The thing about quins is, although they don't believe in themselves, they are actually quite good. I mean, they have the component pieces... You know they're, they're not as I think wasps are actually bad. That was the thing that Quinn's this week Gustard had them
4: uh, getting in the mindset of Anthony Joshua. Oh, I told you it's a
3: weird stuff. Yeah, yeah that's another that's, thing living it. We forgot to mention that before. Uh, how, how does that work? I mean, what is it that? I mean, why? I don't know. I mean, why? Why but, Anthony Joshua's mindset? What, what yeah,
4: the comeback. So, but he lost, lost against of,
3: someone he should, he should never have lost against. Yeah, that's exactly why they <laughs> got in the. Maybe, <laughs> that's maybe, exactly why they did it.
2: That's what made the selection strange. We're channeling our, yeah. Anthony Joshua by picking by dropping Karen Smith and picking Landarho and Heron. Yeah. Hey. Oh, yeah. yeah.
3: Landarho is a great player. I
2: think like, uh, yeah, yeah, that dog is awesome. Actually, he can be. He, he hasn't shown it yet in mm. the Premiership. Might, yeah, might true. Take a bit of adjustment, but yeah, he is obviously eighty odd caps. You don't get that for nothing. Yeah, well, you don't.
4: Um, so, who who are you going for on this Wasps hosting Oh, sorry, queens. I got to pick on. Uh, this is. Hard I think Quins will I do think. Yeah,
3: yeah. <sighs> give me Quins.
4: Add the Rico. Give me wasps and Wasps. So they played Edinburgh twice. Um, to we've, be honest. We've been able to...
3: Look at the team sheets. If if Willis is playing, they've got a fighting chance a fighting chance of beating anyone. Either Willis. Both Willis's. Yeah, at the same time. <laughs> th- th- I mean they can be quite good then. But it's just it's too threadbare You know, when they don't play Supperwonga. But they've got to play Supperwanga because he's he's paid so much.
2: Yeah, he's paid. This is this is a, this is a toss for a coin, I can't pick it. I could see I, I could see either team home. sneaking it. If yeah.
3: they both play to the potential, Quinn's will win it. Wasps at home.
2: And Finally, Sunday we've got London Irish East against London Irish West. Yes.
3: <laughs> In the um, well, there's there's multiple players that we could name name, name the ball after.
2: Yeah. The, the, Jonathan Joseph Ball. The Anthony Watson Ball. The Watson Ball. The Watson the ball. Homer, bowl, Homer Homer bowl. ball. The Homer Ball. The Homer Ball. The Garvey Ball. Yeah. The uh, Toby Booth Ball. The CC Ball. Yeah.
3: Yeah. There's loads and loads and loads. The Booth Ball. Yeah. Booth bowl. Booth bowl. Booth bowl. Booth right ball. That. The Booth Ball. Um, so I. Uh, I think, I think London Irish that. will do them. Simple like as that. The Heath ball, the
4: Leith ball. I, I think London Irish might do them as well. I've been, I've been pleasantly surprised with the way that London Irish have integrated, like slowly integrated. Yeah. Which was we all, everyone was flagging that as a big risk. How do you, you've got all these massively paid players being integrated into a squad that was very successful last year in the championship. How do you do it? And they seem, Touchwood. They seem to have done quite well. They are so far.
3: much better than I expected them to be. I think Declan De- 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 Hidney is a far, far better coach than I gave him cr- credit for, which is stupid because he's been around, he's done a lot of this stuff before. Yeah, give me, give me another Irish.
4: They still got guys to come in as well. So Sean O'Brien not mm-hmm.
2: fit yet. What? He's in. He's he's there now. He's at the training ground. Is and, he? Yeah. Um, Coleman.
4: Um, who we saw in a noodle bar in. I in, didn't. I was Harajuku. He is a big boy. I was like, bloody hell, who is that bloke? Very tall. He stood, stood Although, out like I saw them in Japan.
3: I didn't see him, but I did see the guy with some of the biggest hands I've ever me- I've ever met. I've got, you know, huge, hugely powerful hands. Quaid Cooper. Quaid Enormously Cooper. powerful hands. has <laughs> yeah. got, like, shovels for hands.
4: God, that was after the England game in Kobe, wasn't it? It was after the England game. we we had a few strong zeros, zeros then. God. And we'd been... Basically, drinking for thirty-six hours because of the flights.
2: You need to stop talking about strong zero, or people are going to start associating the pub with strong zero instead of a Negroni. Negronis. Yeah, yeah.
3: Well, actually, we could get a licensing deal with strong zero. I mean, I oh, know. I'm man. sure it's illegal. It must it, be illegal. It has to be illegal.
4: It's it's not safe to have that in the UK.
3: If I get, have you ever tried to buy strong zeros in, in the UK, Tim? You can I've get them. Never on... heard
2: of it until you came back from Japan.
3: Well, you can get them on on Amazon, but like they're like fifteen quid a can or something like yeah, that. Yeah, it's ridiculous, but worth it
4: oh <laughs> <laughs> so good what a way to watch a rugby game
2: I I can see this one going either way as well I, I, I'll i go for the home team i just, I just yeah. I, think I, I think I'll think I possibly see all but Leicester winning at home I'm with you
3: sounds like yeah. you're bored of the podcast Tim Yeah. yeah. Like you're ready to go home
2: oh I really need the loo that's the truth <laughs>
3: <laughs> actually the truth I'm fidgeting loads sat right. in chair well there we go then everyone wins at home except for Leicester who face another sad demise
4: Yes, and Saracens are coming for you. They are. Leicester, Wasps, Quins, Bath. Merciless. Saris are coming.
2: Right, we will be back with another podcast before Christmas, but let me remind you, get that uh, present in for, well, treat yourself, if nothing else, or treat someone else. Get your engraved Cornerstone shaft, cornerstone.co.uk forward slash egg chasers, cornerstone.co.uk forward slash egg chasers. We'll be back. Hit subscribe. Tell your mates, let the boys play.
3: Let the boys play. Beautiful.